Hello, everyone. This is Franklin Salas, and I'm here with the one and only Tracy Williams Barnett. TWB. In the house. <laughs> so we are waiting on our friend Gigi, but you know, we like to honor our time and respect Switch and Board, where we record our podcast. And he is so nice to us. <laughs> we've run over, we've done some bad things, and he still lets us back in. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're going to get started here. Yeah, and Gigi's going to join us and jump in. She's looking for parking right now in D.C., which can take a minute. That's or the life you live in D.C. A minute or three days. <laughs> So what are we talking about today? We've been throwing around a couple of yeah. different topics. Mm -hmm. What did you want to begin with? Social media, maybe? It's a love-hate relationship. Uh-huh. For me, at least. For a lot of people, it is. I think that a lot of people want to be really good at social media. Mm -hmm. And they see how easy it looks. Mm -hmm. But then when you get involved in, into the weeds of social media, it's, it's really a pain in the ass it is a pain in it's the a ass. pain in the ass you got to obey the rules you got to make sure especially if you're a realtor and you want to like boost a post it gets into fair housing and you got to make sure you're adhering to who you're boosting to and absolutely but but you're an expert at it i wouldn't call myself an expert mm -hmm. i just feel as though i have a lot of patience mm -hmm. when it comes to it because i like to see the result right when someone when you i mean unfortunately i hate this because on my personal Instagram account, I hid the number of likes that you can see. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So you can hide to if you do, you don't see how many likes. You just see like that first one and others. Okay. Right, and I just don't want to. Right. I, I don't want to pay attention to that stuff. Absolutely. But, but you have multiple accounts, right? I have five. I just gained this an additional one, so six. Oh my gosh. Yeah, six. Instagram. You got a new baby. I got a new baby, and this baby is, you know, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Are you going to share? No, I signed an NDA. Oh, okay. <laughs> None. You damn. I am going to get that info. <laughs> Maybe not now, but N soon. NDA signed. But, I mean, realtors are leveraging social media, particularly mm. Instagram, to really drive their business. And I think it's... You know, they're doing reels, which is high on the priority list for Instagram under algorithm. Mm -hmm. They're doing videos. But where when does it go too far? I don't know. But I was hoping you could give us a couple of tips because you do. Like you said, you manage multiple accounts and it really is essential for the business and the industry that we're in real estate and just tips and information on how what we can do to enhance the number of followers and mm -hmm. likes and to develop a strong following because there's a lot of realtors out there that get the majority of their business just from social. Sure. Yeah, so I run a I run an Instagram account for a company inside of the industry. Mm -hmm. And so what that ends up doing is that I see a lot of other realtors we saw so we follow a lot of real estate agents and people right. in the real estate industry. And one of the things that I notice is that everyone's doing the same thing. Ugh. Right? Everyone's doing the same thing. And there's probably a handful of agents who are providing content that I would stop for. Okay. I will stop for. So what me. are those things? Honestly, just being authentic. Okay. Right. Showing it it sounds it sounds so stupid and I feel as though a lot of social media managers say just be yourself and a lot of people are like well who is that i'm like that's useless <laughs> but overall i think you know the, the the golden rule is just to like provide content that your sphere is going to be interested in 
one of the things that I've noticed is that I see a lot of people, realtors, complaining about the business complaining about if a client wants to go see a million dollar house and they don't have a pre-approval oh and they're putting all their shit out there and it's kind of like kind of like shunning Mm. oh you're so stupid for not knowing you need a pre-approval yeah and this is part of like our other conversation with 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 regards to the market Mm -hmm. is that you are the person who should be teaching them that absolutely right so don't it's like going to the doctor and your doctor's mad at you because you forgot to get your vaccination or you, <laughs> you know, like he's going to, and he's going to educate you or she's going to educate you and let you know, this is why you should take this medicine or just whatever. This is why you should exercise. You, mm-hmm. get, you know? So I think that for when it comes, it's easy for us to go on and complain about things, mm-hmm. but it's harder for us to go on and educate and educate from a space of contribution, mm-hmm. giving value, right? right. Right. Contribution. And like one of the one of the profiles and accounts that I manage, our primary goal is to provide information to the real estate community. Right. And sometimes the information that you're providing may feel very elementary Mm -hmm. and it may feel like, oh, you should know that. There have been some of those very posts that I've created that have been more engaged with or most engaging, mm-hmm. if that's a word, I don't even know. Yeah. Or people pay attention to it more. It's shared more. People like come to me afterwards and it's like, oh my God, that was such a great post. I love that. The that basic helped me. stuff. Yeah, the basic stuff. And look who got here. Oh no, she's got to go to the little girl's room. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. She's not here yet. Wash your hands. <laughs> but and, the basic stuff, that's surprising because you don't know what people don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't, and right. Yeah, so... When you find that you're thinking, well, everyone knows about this and then they don't. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we take our expertise and our knowledge for granted. Right. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, going back to the complaining thing, because I'm going to complain about people complaining too much. (laughs) Yeah, because that's a major no, no. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, you want to see eight houses in one day? Well, they don't know that they shouldn't see eight houses in one day. Right, right. And they should know that you have a process. Absolutely. And how you want to do showings is part of your business. And it's part it's an operation within your business. And you should let them know and inform them that, hey, I think it's best that we see four houses at most today because you're going to get tired. Everything is going to jumble up. I'm going to get tired. So it's not cute to shit on your clients no, then, don't, on don't, social don't bite the hand that feeds you your clients are they have choices and if they if i had a choice and i saw one if i'm a client and i see am i on social media and i see one agent just bitching and complaining about why you need to get pre-approved before you see a house or talk to me even or why we shouldn't see a, th- a thousand houses today you should be educating that person absolutely they don't know any better Absolutely. It's not cute to talk about the the negative stuff and, you know, do your little funny dances or whatever, because these are our clients and we're there to serve and to offer value. And I think that's where some people, so we're talking, so Gigi's here. Hi. Hi, guys. I'm just (laughs) catching my breath here. I will say that every time I go to Switch and Board, I am always on the rush and it's a a dash from the car. It's a hike up the stairs. I don't think I get a better cardio workout than coming here to this podcast. So welcome, Gigi. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Sorry for my tardiness. I mean, you're 12 minutes late. (laughs) In any 
other circumstance, I feel like I'm still within sort of a grace period, but we are on a schedule here. Yeah, I mean, yes, if you're paying your mortgage, are. you have 15 days. I don't days. know if it's a grace period, <laughs> most, but we're on a schedule. Most, most lenders will give you 15-day grace period. That's so right. Well, you know. And Gigi's rocking the black. I'm rocking black. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's very New York today. Absolutely. I don't understand how you guys do this all the time. High five to us. So hi, hi. just to catch Gigi up, we're talking about social media, how it impacts real estate, and we just... Do's and don'ts. Do's and don'ts. And, and, you know, to jump in on your, you know, what you were saying, Franklin, about the the rhetoric that people are putting out in regards to like how agents feel about clients or or transactions like in any career. I think everyone faces some level of frustration with the people that they're working with. Mm-hmm. Like it's all teamwork, right? So like if it's not all in you, you have to cooperate with everyone else. And there's always bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. And there's so many personalities that we're dealing with. Yeah. But I think that like using social media, especially like your your career page mm-hmm. as a soundboard for that, mm-hmm. I think is very unprofessional. Mm. But I think that there is a way to like be a little bit more playful about just like showing that we are humans too, right? So like, you know, there's tons of very hilarious realtor memes that are out there. And sometimes I think that they just display it just perfectly where there's humor in it. Mm -hmm. And because it just shows that like everyone's human. But at the same time, like I do see people who just like will blast their clients, like just showed my client 10 homes only wanted to write an offer under market price or asking price, like, ugh, I roll. It's like, yeah, well, that's going to get you more followers. Yeah, exactly. But, but imagine, like, so think of another professional occupation where if you're looking for a dentist, <laughs> if you're looking for a dentist and you have this dentist that has like a huge following on Instagram and they're like complaining about their, their patients coming to their cleaning without flossing. that's me guys sorry guys (laughs) or oh another bad breath halitosis came through the door today (laughs) well yeah and i mean halitosis harry came in today (laughs) here i am absolutely but i'm not gonna go i'm not inclined to go to that dentist oh hell no because i don't want to be the subject of his next post on Instagram Buffoonery, or, right? or hers. And it's not like a HIPAA violation necessarily because they're not naming them by names. But I mean, you feel embarrassed, like especially with buying a home, right? It's yeah. a very, how did Evelyn put it? It's a very intimate transaction. 100%. And yeah. I loved how she described that on our last episode, if you didn't listen about relationships in real estate. Mm-hmm. But I, I loved that intimacy part of it because people are hiring us as you know, to guide them into purchasing a home. It's an intimate transaction between them and their partners if they're buying it with someone or with, you know, alongside with their parents. And then also it's intimate with us because they're opening up, you know, their finances, their needs, their wants, and to just kind of air people's dirty laundry out Mm -hmm. there like that. I just don't think that that's very professional. No, I agree. No. Yeah, I think also one of the things, and we've said it in this this room or on this show (laughs) so weird to say show yeah we're on a show we're on a show look at us showy when we shame people for renting yeah i i i am so not on that team and there yes are there a ton of programs for people first-time home buyers one thousand percent and i think that this area in particular having come from new york having seen 
almost nothing mm-hmm. as far and and anyone who's listening correct me if i'm wrong but all i know is that first responders nurses and teachers get some sort of a down payment assistance in the state of new york right if anyone knows more please message us on our ig account and let me correct me but <laughs> we have that here in dc too but I mean, like there's here, amazing programs here but that. here in dc it is almost like super easy to buy a home provided you qualify you're able to do all the things that they need you to do to qualify for these programs and become a homeowner because being a homeowner is not just like signing a paperwork at closing table and then you know things are ready to go no it's complicated and it's very scary and so you know definitely it's about education and just learning the process and what it takes and sometimes just people don't know but no we don't don't shame people for wanting to rent or having to rent and if they want more and they want to eventually buy we're here to assist and guide them Mm -hmm. not you know make fun of them Mm -hmm. it goes back to that intimate part and we're going to thread this back to social media somehow. but <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, I really do think that everyone's motivations are different in life, their goals. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I know a ton of developers, people who buy tons of properties all the time, who are creating housing, housing for people. And rent. And they rent. <laughs> and the reason is because home ownership is a responsibility. You know, mm-hmm. not to say renting isn't like, please, renters out there, take care of your <laughs> please property, take care manor- of your property, like and your leasing your, yeah. office. Yes, yes. So everyone, <laughs> that I'm at odds with right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone should be taking care of the place that they live. It's it's respectful. It creates good vibes for your life. But in terms of renting, it is a commitment. I mean, not renting. In terms of ownership, it's a commitment, right? Like you have to financially take care of your investment. and Besides the mortgage. Besides just the mortgage, but also like the actual physicalness of the home. The lawn. The lawn, (laughs) the roof, the leaks. Garbage cans. The hot water heater. (laughs) Hot water heater. And committing to neighbors for a long time potentially Mm -hmm. as well. And a lot of people are like, no, I like the flexibility of being able to move. So I don't think there's anything wrong with renting. I think that if you are not in a place where you feel committed to a actual like geographic location or like your career in your life where you might be moving around a lot, like don't buy because that's actually a really bad financial decision if you don't know you're going to be there for, in my mind, at least five years. Some people say three years, but I think especially in today's market with things moving around so weird, five years. Yeah. I have in the four and a half years that I've lived in DC, I've had five, (laughs) five addresses. Wow. (laughs) I've lived in five different places in four and a half years. I used to be a nomad. I mean, one was like Like a a, serious nomad in DC. One was a COVID move. One was a breakup move. One was a grow up move. (laughs) (laughs) But that's life, right? Like that's why it's nice to have flexibility and options. I know a lot of people who would say that, oh, like I'm homeownership's just not for me. It's not that I can't afford it. I just don't want it. I will say this because I am a landlord and I have renters that I, I get I get too excited if one of my tenants says that they're ready to buy. And I'm there to walk them through the process and educate them so they have that added benefit. But I have the inside scoop on how timely they are with their payments Mm -hmm. and how much they can or cannot afford. And so if they're paying their rent late or, you know. What's late for you? 30 days or like? Oh, no. 
late. I mean, what, what, what counts as late? You're, if you don't get it passed, if it's due on the first. Do you have a grace period? Yes. What seven days. Seven days. So if they get seven it, days. if they get it within those seven days, is it still on time? It get, you get assessed a late payment fee. But it's not late. It is late. It Pastor. was due. Yeah. But you, but you won't get assessed a fee until after day seven. So then it's late. What do you think? I, I, the two tenants that I have in our properties, they pay me either via Zelle or Venmo the day before or the day on. Yeah, yeah. Most, <laughs> I've been most, very lucky. So I don't know most I've never of my tenants had to deal do. I've never had really. So would you report yeah. them like a one, one time? One, I waive late fees all the time, ooh. you know, because I, you know, I, I think that. But you, you know, wouldn't it's a relationship, them, right? Like no, you no, report no. it to the credit oh, bureau. Absolutely, like a big oh, issue. Oh no, it would have to be yeah. obnoxious and absurd. I'm not an asshole. That, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. for you to report it, it would no, have, I would, it would have to be like thirty, sixty. No, I'm very kind. I'm very forgiving. Life happens. If mm. you're running into a situation, just communicate that to me. But I will say that if you cannot pay your 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 rent on time, I'm not sure if you're the best candidate yet for a mortgage because that's going to really affect you and impact you they're not going to be so kind and so you know that's your training wheels mm-hmm. you know that's your time to kind of like learn the process and be responsible like Gigi shed and take all of those steps and educate yourself so that when you are ready you can just jump right in but if you're consistently late like every month then I am concerned about your ability to pay your mortgage mm-hmm. on time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what are you presenting to your G followers well, I dislike social media. <laughs> I did know that. I am going to be very transparent. Well, that's why we're here. And, says. you know, who's that man who used to say fake news? <laughs> we, we don't talk about such things. Exactly. <laughs> but I do feel that there is a little bit of fakery out there. Maybe not a little, maybe a lot. But, you know, I try to have a balance of different topics and things and show, you know, things that I like to do. I love to travel. So if I go somewhere, I'll post that. I love to eat out. So I'll post that. Things about, you know, Washington, D.C. and educational post as well. It's a little blend of everything. I would like to get more deeper and more intimate with my followers. Like I love to cook. And a lot of people don't know that I'm a really good cook. Yes. She's always cooking dinners for her I hubby. Like she's always like, I gotta know. get, really she's, good whenever we're together, too. she's like, I gotta get home to, be- to dinner. Yeah. I'm cooking. And I'm like, I've never heard this woman say anything about a stove. I can cook. I think all three of us can t- cook. I love to cook. I know Franklin, you're an amazing chef. Franklin like, can cook for sure. Yeah. Franklin's like gourmet style. My, my, but see, he didn't my, know that about me. And no. that's the kind of thing that I should be sharing and I don't do it. So I, I feel the same way about social media in the sense that I do it for my business because it's necessary. I mean, we, this is a people business. We have to market It's your ourselves. resume, right? I, I don't, I wish it wasn't. I feel like some people approach it as, but I think, I, I don't think it actually, sh- people should be looking at social media as a realtor's resume. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but this, they is do, the, right? this is the world that we live in, yeah. right? Like how frequently you're posting about real estate shows how successful of a real estate agent you are technically like I know a lot of agents who are not busy but they are very good with social so they're constantly out Mm -hmm. and about filming properties I'm not knocking them I'm just saying that 
I think social media comes naturally for some people and it doesn't. And mm -hmm. for me, I know for a fact that it doesn't come naturally. And there are so many times when I'm like, I think I live a really great life and I'm a very active person and I love to cook. I love to travel. You know, I have an amazing family that I can share, you know, stories about and mm -hmm. all these experiences working with clients and agents. Like I have lots of content to share, but I'm a very in the moment person mm -hmm. and I really struggle with when I'm having a great time stopping it stopping yeah. it to film mm -hmm. thank you if I could have like hire someone right. to just follow my life well it's then it's, I I think I'd have a very it's so, fun channel it's so interesting that you say that because we had a party and there were agents coming to the party and I went downstairs to let someone in and they were recording themselves walking into the door like at least three or four times yeah <laughs> and that's and, so not real and I'm like you're late <laughs> but you're recording this whole scenario which you know fine if that's if you're good and to like anchor what you're saying is like if social media is not your thing then don't make it your thing right just yeah, do what you're doing but and we keep still that gotta do some of it it's right. just it's a requirement mm -hmm. it's like people who have a business website like you might not know anything about IT. You don't blog. You don't do anything. But if you don't have it, people don't know you exist. Right. You're not real. So yeah. that is what social is. Yeah, it is. it's true. If someone, if I meet someone and they're like, I'm like, what's your Instagram? And I don't see you on Instagram. I start to get a little concerned. Yeah, and so Damn. do I. And I'm not even someone who likes it. That's the life we live. That's where we are. It's not even websites anymore. It's it's your Instagram. Oh, I know people <laughs> <your> who... your link tree. <laughs> yeah, who don't have websites. They only have Instagram. Right. One of the... One of the fastest growing teams uh, that I know have, they're knocking all the numbers off uh, out of the park. They did not have a website for two years. Right. Right. They didn't have a website for two years. They were literally just out there hitting the streets, working their network, all these other things. Another agent doesn't post on Instagram, has a very strong, thriving team, mm -hmm. and probably post oh just sold clothes <laughs> which is kind of boring right yeah open house but like but nothing <laughs> that would stuff, ever right. tell you more about that person right but their business is still thriving Absolutely. however on the other side of that coin there are people who are literally making instagram and other social media outlets i don't want to just single out instagram but like making social media a lead a strong lead generator for their business yes yes and it's yes. and it's working and they're it takes time right. though. And so I think when you first how we first started, she's like, I don't want to deal with it. Where I think and I've coached agents where I say, Well, if you're gonna choose social media to be a lead generator, think about how much time you've spent on the phone. Think about how much time you've spent like messaging people, all this other stuff, and allot that to the time that you're putting into social media. That's content planning, that's reaching out to messages that you may get, that's responding to other people that leave comments on your posts that's doing stories. Oh my gosh, I'm tired already. Yeah, but that's, but that's, you've lost me. <laughs> but because social media is so easy for a lot of people and what it appears to be, it really is. It's work. It's work. It's it work. Is. I mean, you have to plan for it. A hundred percent. There is an agent out in the DC area who I admire a lot. And she's actually not even been in the business for that long, but she is superb at social media and she's a phenomenal writer. Like she writes in her own voice. So it's, it's very casual, mm -hmm. but she writes a lot. And 
Uh, and she's very, very transparent with her life in all aspects. I mean, the good, the bad, the ugly, the the political, the religious. I mean, she is out there and she's not she's not ashamed to share that part of her. And I read it sometimes. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe she said that. <laughs> but she still gets so many comments, so many followers. And yeah, sometimes I'm very sure she lose, loses people and she may. Right. But she clearly has an audience. She has a strong voice. And it makes me feel sometimes, I, I mean, I look at that and I'm not, it's not in a, like an envious way. It's like, should I be doing this too? Like, is this the, what, you know, as a professional in this industry, like to gain business and, and to have a voice, do I, do I do it at this level? But then I have to like bring it back and yeah. be like, this is her. That's She's her. good at this. Yeah. And that's just not me. Absolutely, Gigi. I, I just wrap up her clients know what they're getting. Yes, right? they do. Right. They, yes. they they know what they're signing up for. Very spirited conversation. It today. is. <laughs> I feel like I could talk about social media and the bane of my existence, <laughs> it being the bane of my existence for hours and hours. But I am glad we brought it up. I think it's important for people to know that, you know, if social comes easily to them, great, like you're a rock star. But if you're not super great at it, like good for you for trying, like you mm -hmm. should put a little bit of effort. But, but you don't, don't kick yourself. Don't kick no. yourself yeah. for it. Yeah. And people get that. Like I think people are there. There's a lot of people out there. Who Just feel do that you. Way. Do you boo and follow us on Instagram? Yeah, please, please follow <laughs> us on Instagram. <laughs> the reluctant. <hand. laughs> We've got a great manager, Franklin Salas. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about my voice. Anyway, <laughs> anyway we will uh, talk to you guys next time. I'll be back here with my ladies who co-host Tracy <laughs> the ladies Lloyd, in black the ladies in black and I think they'll be in black for the next episode as well we sure will <laughs> I didn't bring an outfit change thank you Gigi thank you Tracy thank, thank you Franklin. Franklin and this is episode 10 by the way 11 is it 11 it's 11 sis oh my gosh where have you been That's well no because we, we have part 1 and 2 but technically this is episode 10 isn't oh, it oh snap yeah right. so last last time was 9 1 and 9 2 this oh, is 9. 10 2. okay here we are Yes. He's been corrected. I have been corrected. Okay. I will take it up with you later. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>